Blog Talk Radio.
oh, if you're in Florida, the sun is shining in. Hi, everyone. If you don't know where you are in any time or space, let me tell you. Right now, you are listening to the best metaphysical show, actually, the best show on the air, the Bonnie Albers On Air Show. And I'm the hostess with the mostest, Bonnie Albers. I'm so excited for this show. I had to put an extra show on this week before we actually go to a break for the holidays. I wanted to put on my favorite, my awesome, my crazy accurate. He is not just the most amazing astrologist you would ever meet or hire or talk to. He is also a spirit medium. He's super crazy wonderful, and we are glad to have him as our house astrologist. But before I introduce him to you, I want you all to know I played that a song, Aquarius, because this gentleman, this wondrous astrology man, actually, I always think of the magician card when I see him, is an, is an Aquarius. So when you hear that song, it is really giving homage to the next guest I have, which is the astrology guru, Robert or Bob Appleby. So please welcome Bob Appleby to the house. Hi, Bob. Hey, Bonnie. Well, Hi, I almost morning. called your son. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> I, I'm so happy to have you on the show today. It's amazing, well, amazing that astrology really, it's the, I mean, when I feel like I, I don't know much about astrology except what my guides bring me and what you bring me, and I do know, you know, about astrology, but nothing compared to you. Astrology is so important that it's, it's like a breath of fresh air from the beginning of time. So, Bob, I know that you're going to tell us what's going on in December. <laughs> Well, anybody can learn astrology. It just takes a little bit of effort and a lot of time. That's basically what it is. And you know more like than you think. Like a hundred years. <laughs> like a hundred years of time or, or more, okay? <laughs> yes, I do, but you are my guru. So I am so proud and honored that you are here with us today. Well, thank and you. I, know. I am proud and honored. Oh, thank you. And I know you've got a lot of things to tell us about December, and we are so excited. Oh, well, you know, December is a very exciting month astrologically. Um, you know, it is a, um, it is always, uh, it has a flavor, if you will, about uh, December, and it's always like that because Capricorn is so important as a sign in December. It's, it comes around every year the same time, of course, and the sun always goes into to Capricorn about uh, the 21st or so at the, at the winter solstice. But this year is, a, is quite a bit different, and uh, it's exciting to tell you about it because generally this is going to be a very optimistic and feel-good type of, type of month. And oh, my gosh, is, we uh, need that. <laughs> yes, we do. The reason is that Jupiter, the great benefic, the king of the gods, uh, and the, the, the giver of all good things like luck and fortune and money and all those things that you consider good or anyone considers good, especially mm -hmm. optimism, 
went into uh, Capricorn on the 2nd of December. And it wow. stays, stays there for a whole uh, year almost. It goes out in December next year. So it stays in a, in a, in a sign one, almost one full year. And uh, that means that we won't see it back in Capricorn for another 12 years. So it's it's very exciting in in many ways because it brings a, a a bit of optimism or maybe even a more than a bit of optimism as well as just a good feeling when it comes into a sign and it wow. in this case in this case it mitigates something that we've all felt all year long in in Capricorn and it's been a sign that's given us more than a little bit more uh, seriousness and, and some problems depending on where it falls in your chart all year long mm-hmm. because there's been so much heaviness in Capricorn with Saturn and Pluto and the south node of the moon in Capricorn. All oh, I know. I mean, and I can't take it. <laughs> well, well, we've also had several eclipse, uh, eclipses in Capricorn and we've got another one coming up, but um, more on that in just a minute. I guess maybe what what we should do is just discuss what Capricorn really is about. And I think I would love that, Bob. I would love that because would you know, probably Cap- understand that. Yeah. And, and because and, you know, I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, Capricorn for me, Bob. And you know, I don't know. Like I said, you are the guru. But I, a Capricorn is a weighty sign. You know, I, you know me and Earth signs. But Capricorn, yes. and I want you to explain this to people as we're talking, right? Since Capricorn is, you know, you said Jupiter is going into Capricorn for a year, and I and yeah. I feel like people explain what Capricorn really means. It's like a goat going up the side of a mountain. What is that? Yeah, well, that's the glyph exactly. Um, it's it's a sea goat, which is uh, it's got a, a tail like a like a, a fish, but it's also a goat, and and that represents basically a. Um, a kind of well, let me go back to the beginning. It's a cardinal sign, first of all. Mm-hmm. That means it, mm-hmm. it initiates action. It's aggressive in many ways. Uh, it's an earth sign, like you said. So it's it's a very grounded sign, it, but it's also a feminine sign. It has a femininity to it, but it's ruled by Saturn, which is ah. great mal- malefic, which is its structure and seriousness, and is the great teacher, but it's also, I mean, um, a planet like Mars, Mars is exalted in Capricorn, so you have both of Malefics in in very dignified uh, Capricorn. That gives it um, an order or discipline. Um, The initiative is the cardinal sign. It has long-term goals. What you described about the goat climbing the mountain, um, it's uh, people like I do, is uh, they are a little bit older for their years. They um, see the long game. They take a long time getting someplace, but it's very methodical as if you were climbing a mountain. But they almost always succeed, usually in their later years uh it it has to do with rules it's about you know uh if we're kind of like if we're going to do this we're going to have to do it correctly it's about hard work perseverance 
and building structures, structures being what Saturn represents, but doing it correctly. So it's all about that that heavy kind of feeling about it's not about optimism by any stretch of the imagination. It's about seeing a goal and going for it. But with with Jupiter going in there, Jupiter mitigates some of that Mars and especially Saturn uh, feeling. It gives you more of an optimistic idea. That's what's exciting about this month. Oh, my goodness. Well, let me ask a question because, you know, I know, and I don't like really jumping in because then, it, you know, people lose that thread. But how could Jupiter be ha- – I mean, where does Jupiter come in with Capricorn that we're going to be happy? I mean, you, you just mentioned Saturn and Pluto and Mars and yeah. everything else. How does it make anything in Capricorn happy? Well, you know, it's a blending of energies when when – uh, planets come together or come into the same sign. Now, I just described what Capricorn is, but Jupiter is so powerful because it is the king of the gods and it is the largest planet in our solar system without without question. And it has such a benefic uh, uh, energy to it that it, it, it influences everything that's in the same sign or even connected to it by aspect. So there's nothing... Well, I would say nothing. The the downside of Jupiter is being too optimistic. It's being a little bit too uh, uh, full of yourself. You know, you can get out over your skis a little bit with Jupiter. Uh, when Jupiter goes into a sign that's that's a personal sign, like a like a, a rising sign in Capricorn, people tend to uh, gain weight because they eat too much. <laughs> <laughs> it feels too good, you know what I'm saying? But but that's yeah. that's a nice problem to have by comparison to being restricted and and negative yeah. and circumspect and all that. So yeah, it, it does true. it mitigates the the negative uh, aspects of a of a of a sign like I mean of a planet like um uh, Saturn or or Mars. Okay. It, it does help them. Does that answer gotcha. your question? It does okay. totally, and I know people would would appreciate that because you know I if I'm feeling like why would a good plant like a benefic planet be in a malefic setting? You know how I feel about Saturn. I mean, they need yeah. to know that, and I'm glad that we yeah. got that. So please don't let me interrupt because people will say I didn't okay. get what he meant. So go ahead and continue with what's going on in the skies and our astrology right. for December. Well. Um, let me go to what's going to happen on on Monday, the the ninth, uh, December ninth. Another of the planets, uh, and it's a fast moving planet, uh, is Mercury, and it goes, it changes signs on on Monday, and it goes into Sagittarius. Um, the good thing about that, in many ways, because uh, every every planet has uh, what we call dignity or debility, and Mm-hmm. Certain signs are very good for for planets, and and in that by meaning, I I mean when it means it's good for it, it means it has dignity and it 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 can operate like it wants to operate, like the true nature of the planet. If it's in debility, meaning that it's in a sign that is either a, across from its its dignity. In this case, um, Mercury rules two signs, one's Gemini and one's Virgo. Well, across from Gemini is Sagittarius. 
So when it's across from it, that means it is in detriment, and it doesn't like uh, to be in Sagittarius because Sagittarius has this um, openness, and it it wants to either preach to you or it wants to inspire you. But uh, I love that Mercury doesn't. Mercury doesn't like that because it doesn't have facts. Mercury is about facts and detail. And uh, it, when it goes into Sagittarius, it's in its detriment. So when it goes in on Monday, Mercury is going to what, – what, what happens with that is it, it becomes very blunt and, and um, a blunt talk, if you will. In other words, what we're going to experience is people – that you hear or even what you find yourself doing is being too blunt with people. You, uh, you say things uh, in a Sagittarius way that you, if you thought about it, you wouldn't say. It, it can offend people. It's a little bit too blunt is, is what I'm trying to say. Sagittarius, the people with Sagittarius in, in their charts that are that is in a personal sign, Me. a Sagittarius will, will say things. <laughs> that, that they Think don't really that, want Bob. to say sometimes. What? Think about that. You That's me. I'm a Sag rising. Oh, yes, I do. Plenty of them. Maybe it's good that the show is going on. Maybe it's good that the show is we're ending with you because I might say something <laughs> on the air that I should. So go ahead. <laughs> they're always very funny and they're lo- great to be around, but they put their foot in their mouth sometimes mm-hmm. and and uh with with um mercury it's always been a little bit too blunt so um th- you know this next two weeks is going to be very interesting because we've got so many planetary um uh planet mo- movements and planetary aspects that um will really people will remember because these are going to be instrumental in, in defining the month and then we get into the end of the month, and it becomes very optimistic again. But we've got to get through a couple of these things that I'll, I'll explain here in a second. Um, so after after Mercury gets into Sagittarius on the the eleventh, which would be the uh, Wednesday, we have a full moon, and Woo-hoo! that's ruled by yeah, and that's that's in uh, Gemini, nineteen degrees Gemini, and. Uh, the full moon in Gemini comes about every year at this time, and so we look forward to it because it's a very good feeling. And Mercury being there in Sagittarius is a little bit more blunt than we think, but you know the full moon it has a really uh, good feeling to it. It's uh, it's an easy uh, full moon. Um, it's it's kind of a normal full moon, so to speak. It has a lightness to it. Uh, it's got you know, with Mercury, it's got a kind of rational clarity. It's got an order to it. And, and you know, it will be a, a, a culmination of things that happened since the last uh, uh, new moon. But it is it is going to be a kind of a good feeling. Uh, so that's, that's something to look forward to on the 11th and 12th. Well, can you um, tell me, Bob, before you go further, because I want to stop at the full moon. So tell everybody, yeah. I know everybody that knows astrology knows full moons are the ending of things and hopefully the beginning of better things. What would be ending with this full moon? What is it in that we would expect? Like if, you know, what, what, what's going to come to a culmination that will end to begin something new? Well, um, 
it, it am it, I it saying has, that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's um, it's about you know ending up on uh, ending the path that you were you were you were taking before it, when it started uh, the the new moon last last month. It's uh, um, let me see if I can think of. It's it's uh, it's feeling like you have your finger on on the pulse of something big that um, you you uh, it it feels like. Uh, let me think. It's kind of like a safety net for for people to feel like uh, we've gone through a new a, a period that is now finally ending based on uh, this Capricorn feeling. And it's also, you know, a, um, uh, an opportunity to breathe a little easier, so to speak. Uh, okay. That, that is, is basically a, uh, uh, it's a, it's emotional, but more of a, of a, of a intellectual feeling. Do, does, I don't know how exactly how to describe it. So that would be uh, we'll, something we'll like, well, so it's something like the ending of maybe emotional upheavals in your life. You'll finally yeah. be able to get rid of what doesn't serve you, but that it will come, you know, that Jupiter is going to give it a boost after this, get rid of the old that doesn't serve you yeah. and bring much better clarity to you after. Yes. Does that sound yes. in your emotional being? Okay. So go ahead. Yes. Gossip. Yes. Um, your relationships became more structured when Venus entered uh, Capricorn um, last month, but um, it was after the new moon. So it was, you know, it's Venus in, in structured Capricorn is not a very, it's, it's more of a seriousness to a, uh, to a relationship feature. But the, 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 um, uh, Mercury kind of mitigates that because it's it's in a it's in an air sign and, and it feels good to be you know uh, talking about your your relationships at this point. It's kind of a culmination of a discussion. Oh, I love sense? that. Okay, yep, it totally does. So we're now at the eleventh. Go ahead, I yeah. I so that was the eleventh. Now we go from the eleventh, which is a Wednesday, and and then on the thirteenth. We have a, a pretty, a very, not pretty, a very intense uh, uh, feeling um, when uh, Venus conjuncts in Capricorn. I told you that it came, it was in Capricorn. Well, Venus actually conjuncts uh, partially, which means exactly uh, Saturn and uh, Pluto, and Saturn's there close enough to be conjunct as well at 21 degrees. Uh, Capricorn. This this is uh, an intense feeling. This is uh, extreme compulsiveness based on Pluto. So relationships take on kind of a feeling of truth and revelation. Um, Pluto with uh, Venus makes something small become, uh, blows it up and it comes something big out of proportion as an example. Or it does the opposite. It takes something uh, big and makes it very small, um, and it means basically understanding 
every little detail about something. So it becomes a very intense and extreme compulsiveness about relationships. And, and, and when you're in that relationship with, with people, it can be something that just a small thing that becomes extremely out of proportion. Well, could it be on the better side versus that, you know, because when I hear that, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, if you're like, if if some somebody, if you're in a relationship with anybody, that all of a sudden somebody says something to you, and now all of a sudden you're in a huge argument. Can it can it work the That's opposite? Correct. Where, or is that well, the way it it's would work? It would if it wasn't <laughs> in Capricorn. And this is happening in Capricorn. This this earth heavy feeling. And remember, you're dealing with Saturn also. And not only that, on the 22nd, Mars also sextiles this grouping, which is also Another, uh, it gives it critical qualities like uh, control issues. So uh, my, my thing is I think you should, uh, advice for people in those next two or three days, luckily it moves, Venus moves pretty quickly, not as quickly as Mercury, but it does move quickly. And it's out of this uh, exact uh, conjunction. And then after it, 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 it lessens that. So it's a two or three day period between probably the 12th to the 14th of next week. And okay. basically you have to understand that that heaviness of this conjunction is is something that I would I would uh, suggest people really don't talk about these relationship issues at that time. Try to sit and reflect on on your feelings without speaking about it. It would be the best advice, I think. Just exactly what you spoke you spoke about. Uh, Bonnie, in that that's the first thing that happens is somebody says something and you don't like or you take offense or it doesn't sound right and, and you react to it. And I, I'm trying to caution people not to do that next week during that this, is this conjunction. That's why we do these shows. I love that. That's tangible that we can take with us. So I love that. Yeah. So everyone listening, please be aware of how you'll sound or be or take from the 12th to the 14th. So that's great. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, then on the 15th, Jupiter, our, our grand benefic, actually trines Uranus. And, um, wow. you know, both of, them are in, both of them are in Earth signs. Uranus is at three degrees uh, Taurus. So in, in uh, Capricorn, where Jupiter's at three degrees on the 15th, that's a trine or it's an easy uh, aspect. Now, usually, um, we've talked about what Jupiter is. Uranus is is something. It, it's it's an energy that is unexpected. It's a, a bolt out of the blue. It's it's um, just a wild card type of of, of my kind of energy. <laughs> yeah, yours. Well, mm-hmm. my this, kind of energy. I love that. <laughs> That Uranus is is also something that that I understand with with uh, Aquarius, but it is um, this is a very interesting aspect because Jupiter trying uh, Uranus really means it's a it, it gives practical solutions to problems. Now, Ooh. interestingly, if you go back and look at at Jupiter trining Uranus, which doesn't happen that often, inventions have taken place. When Uranus is in uh, 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 an Earth sign, especially in Taurus, Taurus is a sign that has to do with uh, the ground, 
It has to do with uh, food. It has to do. It's ruled by Venus, but it, it has a lot to do with food, as an example. And when Jupiter trines Uranus in Taurus, this is you know Uranus goes very very slowly through the, the inventions of new foods, as one example. I looked this up. Believe wow. it or not, potato potato chips were invented when the last Jupiter uh, trined Uranus. And one of your favorites, chocolate chip cookies were also invented during that time. Wow. Uh, you know what, Bob? You gotta, I got to just um, stop you to say, with all the vegan and vegan and gluten-free and yeah. me, I've seen, I would believe that that trend is going to be, and now all these new fast food restaurants are starting to put yes. in no meat, no meat burgers. That's exactly or what burgers. I have written down. Exactly. Oh non-meat goodness. alternatives is a big thing right now, right? Well, yeah, that's yeah. happening while Jupiter is trining Uranus. Exactly. So maybe exactly. they'll finally invent something that tastes good <laughs> that we can call <laughs> yeah. a meat alternative. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so that's really what's happening right now that in our lives that we're seeing um, – Working on it won't be the only thing, but that came to mind to me too. It's the meat alternatives that are happening right now. So that's a that's a concrete or tangible uh, effect of this Jupiter trine Uranus, which is very interesting to me. How about any relationships? Can do they? Does it? If, can it be in your chart, or does Jupiter yes. trine your your yes. Uranus can can say, or if I say Uranus, you say Uranus. You never know, yeah. but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's potato, potato time. Um, you, but, you know, something out of the clear blue that you're not expecting. And that's what I love about Uranus. You never know what's going to happen. Well, and then right. Jupiter, don't you feel like it'll be happy versus sad? Or no, that doesn't matter. Um, no, it'll be happy um, because of Jupiter. But Jupiter doesn't rule relationships as much as, as um Venus rules relationships. Jupiter mm-hmm. rules uh, children, so okay. your children could could uh, have an unexpected um, experience with somebody that's uh, Venus ruled in the Taurus sign. Uh, okay. Maybe somebody at work, as an example, because it, you know in in Capricorn it it rules work or government work or big institutions. Um, okay. Uranus is, is about inventive inventive inventions. You know that's that's what's so okay. interesting about the inventions for the the what I said the potato chips and the chocolate chip cookies and so on. That's what it brings like uh, insights uh, from out of nowhere that happens to people with that that uh, Uranus um, or Uranus uh, uh, aspect. Uh, you know, important in their chart for their for their particular natal chart. Okay, so, so what are we up to? Go ahead. Okay, we're I'm now sorry. past the 15th. We're past the 15th. So now we go, uh, Venus now leaves uh, uh, Capricorn into Aquarius finally on the 20th, which is a very good thing because Venus doesn't like a, a Capricorn with Saturn in there. Yeah, uh, neither do I. But then the 20th, <laughs> The 20th is is the sun moves into uh, Capricorn, and that is called the winter solstice, which is the longest day of, or the shortest day of the year and the longest day in the southern hemisphere. Wow. So, yeah, that's 
that's always a bit a, a marking point. In the Capricorn is, you know, it, Capricorn is is kind of is a grounding, and when the sun moves into Capricorn, it ends, enters in kind of a grounding phase at the end of the year. It kind of symbolizes a silence, a hibernation period almost. Uh, it's kind of initiating a recuperation time, actually, waiting for kind of a reemergence in the spring. Okay. Um, so it's that's that's the feeling that we're going to experience, and we do every year at this time with with uh, the sun entering Capricorn on the twenty first. Now the next next thing is a big a big event is the solar eclipse. And it happens oh, on yeah. Christmas Day. Wow. Christmas Day. It's not only a solar eclipse, though, Bonnie. It is a super, super new moon and solar eclipse at the same time. Oh, my goodness. You're going to have so, to explain that one, Bob, to everyone. Okay. So, okay. The the, the eclipse means that it's a turning point, and it's a, it, it affects the house. Uh, where the Cancer and Capricorn are in your chart. Um, I'll, I'll put it in terms of the U.S. The U.S. chart, as an example, for Washington, D.C., it affects the fourth and the tenth house. So, you know, it, we've been dealing with this Capricorn uh, Cancer pinging back and forth all year long. We've had several eclipses in either sign. And we've had uh, full moons and new moons. This is a super moon now in that particular chart. Um, and what, what's interesting is that right after this happens, within a day or so, the sun actually conjoins Jupiter, which is taking, uh, you know, it, 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 it makes it a very important new phase that will culminate in about six months because it's a new moon, which all, all new moons do, which mm-hmm. will be about in June of 2020. Some and it's, and it's uh, going to be very positive because Jupiter is conjoining the sun, a part of the, the eclipse. Oh, uh, I love that. Positive is how I want to go into the new year. So, <laughs> yeah, the new moon means that the sun and the moon are conjoined. In, in Capricorn, but that the um, sun and Jupiter are, are there. You know, eclipse means that this, this, the sun is blotted out. There's no more yeah. no, no light at particular period. That's what people think is not very good or not good at all for an eclipse, but not all eclipses are the same. So this one happens to be, within about seven to ten days uh, for that sun and Jupiter, it means it's a very high point of joyful anticipation and the holiday season comes into play. Yes. The, the year ends on a very high note. Woo-hoo! Uh, satisfaction with events and feelings. It's a signaling, however, with the eclipse, an end of something as well. And we won't really feel that until going into January for the lunar eclipse on, on the 10th of January. But we won't really know either what really this portends until that time. But right now, through the end of December, it's going to be a very good feeling because yes. that new moon is a is an anticipation of a new beginning. 
And it's a very odd situation because you have the eclipse, which also means a final phase of something, an act, actual final chapter of this Capricorn uh, feeling that's gone through the whole year. So it's, it's a very interesting and magical time in many ways because it'll give people a very good feeling for the rest of the, of the month of, of December. I love that, Bob. And, you know, we always want to end the year on a great note because we all have anticipation about the new year coming in. And if we're exactly. not, if we're in a morose part and things aren't going and we've got heaviness, too much heaviness, then going into the new year almost is like, what? So I love yeah. this aspect exactly. and I love this exactly. December. So go ahead. Well, the 27th, uh, you know, that's when the, the sun conjoins Jupiter. But you know, there's always a good and, and, and not so good aspect. One of the things about Sun and Jupiter, it's very positive, don't get me wrong. But also, just be careful not to take too much for granted and, and, and having too much of an inflated opinion of yourself or your position. That's, that's the downside of that. Um, and in a government situation, that's also the downside. It would affect things that happen in any particular uh, government or big institution, corporation, or anything like that. So um, you're going to see both of those play out, unfortunately, to some degree. But mostly this is a very positive aspect. I um, love that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very um, feel-good feeling for a, a, a very feel-good period of time during the Christmas Hanukkah period and uh, – I feel very, very uh, positive about about December like that. I, I'm really um, happy about that. Go ahead, because it's not far yeah. before we celebrate the new year. And what a new year, 2020. I mean, I keep hearing this yeah. song, but it's 2525. In the year 2525. But it's actually going to start in 2020, because I can feel it. It's four number, which is grounded, yeah. it's earthly, it's all that. So go ahead. Well, the, the 31st, we have an interesting uh, aspect also. The moon actually uh, conjuncts uh, Neptune in a, a water sign, Pisces, at 16 degrees. Now, just like you said, the 31st of December marks the end of the month of December, but it also marks the end of a decade. This is the end of a decade beginning wow. 2020 is a whole new decade. I and know. It, I mean, that's why I'm hearing that song. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. The, um, the, the, the moon, um, conjuncting Neptune means that it's a water sign. I mean, it's going to be a quieter setting for people in the new year for the new year celebration. Most likely, you know, it's Neptune is, you know, it, it dissolves boundaries. It's it's imaginative. It gives intuition. It also is a little deceptive in many right, ways. Right. I was going to say so Neptune people, in the first house is deception. You 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 hide yes. behind a mask. Okay. Yes. But the moon is is uh, represents not just females but the public itself and your feelings and emotions. So it's going to be very a good feeling with Neptune in it in Pisces, and many people think that Neptune is very strong in Pisces. Um, mm -hmm. And it's yeah, it's a trident because it, yes, so it's it's going to feel good, and it's going to give people a very good feeling going into the new year, and that that 
31st is important for the New Year celebration, of course, because many people start their celebration, of course, on December 31st. But yeah. I, but I'm just saying I think that we won't see the the huge noisy parties as much as we'll find people kind of say okay that's the uh, end uh, end of the of the decade and we're going to uh, do a little bit more reflection and maybe intuition of what we we should expect and be a little bit not that they'll be more sober they probably won't with with that <laughs> water sign <laughs> hey don't drink and drive I'm saying that on my show exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> but maybe that's what it'll be, Bob. Maybe people have more intimate parties and big, huge, like, celebrations going yes. to those big hotels. Maybe people will have more uh, people in from the neighborhood, people in from, you know, their friends, so that it's more of an intimate, like, setting and that they can ring in the new year kissing eight people instead of 158. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So it's just it's a feeling that you'll you'll uh, get that um, you'll remember hopefully that it's going to be kind of a a quieter uh, beginning of the new year. Anyway. Well, you know now so, they're playing this song "Old Lang Syne." Well, that, would you know the words? Uh, you know, way all acquaintance be forgot and never something to mind. Old Lang Syne, everyone. That's what I'm hearing. Okay, go on. <laughs> yep, yep. That's that's what people will be singing on the 31st and the 1st. But I never it, thought it really that song was more. any good, but, yeah, I never thought that song was well, any good. It says something about leaving your friends behind to make new ones, and the old ones don't matter. I don't know. It says, but I, 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 that's probably why I don't have the, the words with me. Go ahead. <laughs> it, it's just recognizing that – there's a lot that's happened in the last year and you're kind of being somewhat sad to see it go, but also looking forward to what's going to happen in the future. I love that. Uh, God bless America because I would love to get rid of 2019 and go into 2020 with this (laughs) wonderful bang. Go go ahead. (laughs) Well, you know, um, December is still overall very positive month and i think astrologically you can see that you know there's some challenges and and there's going to be some things that we need to get through in the next couple of weeks but generally jupiter's given its very good feeling through the whole rest of of the month in december um wonderful everything changes quite a bit in january uh it's it's a it's it's kind of like a, a beginning of a new epoch in a way wow it's very um, well. We have a we have a, a lunar eclipse on the on the tenth right away, which mm-hmm. uh, really feels much different. And it's again uh, at twenty degrees uh, Cancer, and of course that's the Cancer Capricorn uh, axis again. So it, it pings that again and, and and activates that in everybody's chart who who has those in certain houses. And that that feels very different from the beginning. It's pretty intense. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a feeling of um, the moon is, again, the, the, it represents the, uh, the uh, public and, and the feelings. And so it's um, kind of a, well, it, this happened 
last July in a, with a, an eclipse, and it's kind of a reverse of what happened there. Um, it uh, seems strongly kind of out of balance back then, and, and now we have that imbalance in a lunation. So people experience this as kind of a case of role reversal from the habits that we that are changed and possibly uh, involving people that we expect to see following different pattern of choices and, and actions. Uh, wow! It's going to be it's going to be not just one way. In other words, people will be acting differently because. In part, they're doing that. You know, it's it, there's good reasons for exchange, extreme changes in behavior, uh, mm-hmm. whether you're intentionally doing that or less conscious on that. So it's well, 2020 uh, is going to come in with a bang, and it is going to change a lot of things. It's going it, to change really the energy, will. and energy changes everything we do. Yes, and we'll realize that that energy means that something, a new path ahead, that we'll have to travel. And um, you'll you'll find that you're you're going to change the habits of some kind, um, probably either a, a thought process or even physical activity habits, and it'll be it'll be uh, felt real powerfully at that point. Um, well, maybe I'll challenge. give up sugar. Maybe yeah. I will hate sugar, hate chocolate chip cookies all of a sudden, and now I'm going to go be a fruit girl. There you go. There you go. It's it's very positive. Uh, it, it can be very used very positively. You know, kind of like those New Year's resolutions. This is not long after that, on the tenth of of January. So you're going to see people actually really, uh, you know, looking at that as a as a new path to tread, so to speak. And um, and is it going to be positive? It's going to be positive. Yes, Jupiter's. It, it, yeah. Okay. Good. Yes, I mean you're, you still have Jupiter in that sign. It mm-hmm. is going to be in Cancer across from Capricorn, but you're going to feel differently. It's going to feel like um, that you want to do this. It's going to kind of be a compelling issue that you want to change and you want to be something uh, a little different, either emotionally or physically, and changing your habits. I love that because you know when I think about it, Bob, and you know I'm. I'm a cancer with my Capricorn at the, you know, six degrees, right. you know, after that. What I feel like when you were saying that is, so it is in Capricorn with Jupiter. And of course, then you have yep. to throw cancer in that ping thing. Yep. So for me, yep. and I'm looking at it, it would be something grounded that is going yep. to be in cancer's all about emotion, water's churning, and it would be yep. in Jupiter. So with Jupiter in there, it would be positive. So maybe there's going to be positive emotional or, and, and because cancer rules, uh, doesn't it rule a family and yep. all that kind of stuff, maybe it'll be positive yep. change. For people yes. in family relationships, I love that. Well, for you, Bonnie, since I do know your chart, it's a second and, and eighth house um, uh, issue. Uh, those are the axes that are that are. Um, uh, well, eighth is I'm going to die. Well, then you can take the show and tell no. everybody that I will come. No, <laughs> it's not because you're going to die. It has to do with other people's money, and it's 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 a financial issue. You're going to experience much po- more positive financial uh, experiences. You're going to have uh, influences on from family and and. Uh, 
maybe even business related uh positive aspects of that that's what I, uh, uh, I love that yes it does and yeah. i love that and now everyone you've got to look to see where it is in your chart because and bob's yeah. always you know bob has a website going up i don't know if, if it's up but you can always visit no, his no, website Okay, because I know you'll be able to order your own, and he's going to do all kinds of things. So stay tuned for 2020, because you're yeah, going to be able to. Yeah, you're going to be able to see and talk and feel and and order and and do all kinds of things with our house guru. So go ahead, Bob. We're right. up to the ten. Are we? Uh, well, that... around that time, you know, you're you're gonna. This is the the Cancer lunar eclipse. So. Another aspect that's going to make it positive is, you know, we have this this heavy feeling with the Pluto and the Saturn in, in Capricorn, but you've got Neptune in in Pisces that is going to give it a, light, a, a lighter energy and um, and almost kind of relatively an innocent act of kind of daydreaming while this is happening. It's, instead of concentrating so much on the doom and gloom, it's going to be more of a, a, a you're going to be able to take action through your imagination. I love that. It does. Totally. Can you sum up? Cause I just want to make sure we're summing up December and the half of January. Can you sum okay. up in it for our audience and everybody listening? What in, you know, how would you describe those like December is going to be this and it's going to leave it into January. And these are, are what, you know, on a, generalization we're going to see well december is going to have a almost hyperactive optimism beginning what right now and mm-hmm. yet yet it's going to go through the 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 month and and have a, a positive full moon and it's going to with with in gemini and you're going to be discussing a lot of the plans for the for the rest of the month on that full moon, you're going to get into a, a pretty intense feeling in relationships that you need to be careful about uh, around the middle part of this next week toward the end. But then it's going to move from there into the so, uh, winter solstice where uh, Jupiter actually combines with the sun at the eclipse. And it's a new moon, a super new moon on the eclipse itself. So that's going to give another positive bit of a jolt to people about new beginning, a feeling of optimistic new beginning and, and, and feeling good about things, even though the eclipse is going to go through a kind of a heavy ending feeling of, of what we've had to go through, which is not necessarily negative because the feeling of being an end of that heaviness through all of this year in, in Capricorn is going, it's going to take that, that burden somewhat off of people's feelings and with that new super new moon it's going to make you feel really good going into christmas i think you know the retail sales and the unemployment in the u.s just has has been at record highs people are spending money feeling good about themselves and you're going to see and feel this all the way through the end of the, the month uh well, so I, love I, that. I feel december is a very strong positive um January is going to start off with a different feeling. It's going to feel like something else has happened, and this is a new path going forward, and it's going to feel like uh, 
I need to change some habits. I need to mentally change my, my attitude about certain things or I'm going to physically change, like you said, about a diet or something. You know, um, uh, Jupiter in Capricorn, just, just as an example, it's still it's going to be in Capricorn all year. You know, because of the restrictive nature of Capricorn with Saturn ruling it, Jupiter in Capricorn feels like doing uh, more with less. Now, because Jupiter means more and, and bigger, but that could be, let me think. Okay, if Jupiter in, in Capricorn would feel like uh, eating less is actually better for your health. I love that. That's a Virgo to me. You know, they <laughs> that's yeah, a well, Virgo energy. I'm going to tell you what's going to be healthy for you because I want because I'm going to be hypercritical about what I, I do, but I'm also hypercritical about what you do. But I'm saying it in a nice way. So I don't know. Yeah, Capricorn well, might really be Virgo. I don't know. <laughs> well, Capricorn is a little bit judgmental too. Yes, but you know there is a health benefit if you if you choose to eat less. So yes, I'm kidding. <laughs> better health if you if it, with while it's in in Capricorn by eating less instead of eating more because that doesn't give you a good health overall uh, mm-hmm. if you eat too much. But if you if you still would do better if you did less in that case. So that's kind of the feeling that Jupiter and Capricorn makes makes sense to. Um, so you know that I think that lunar eclipse in January on the tenth is is going to be very positive for people, um, because uh, you you will be able to see a pathway in your own life that will help uh, define the rest of not just January but in fact the whole year of 2020. I'm I'm so jazzed! I can't wait! I'm really excited. I feel like there's a lot of people, and especially that uh, my people who listen to the show and and and, and archives and i you know iTunes and podcasts that know that 2019 is like we wanted to. We, we I feel like it's slowly uh, trying to get like a positive attitude that probably in November we started that this is yeah. fabulous and um and and that it 2019's got to go and we're gonna have a new era coming in. And I love that yes. 2020. I mean, I just can't even really picture it. And I'm so happy that you have come here to help us realize what 2020 and the up and coming month to that would actually mean to all of us. And it's all, I feel like the, it's more positive than, you know, we all have a yin and yang. We all have black and white. That's exactly what the uh, Cancer and uh, uh, Capricorn are. Capricorn is black, the color, and Cancer, the yep. color is white. So we have the yin and the yang, yep. and I and I feel like it's going to be which is the white, the yin or the yang? I can't remember. It would be the yin, and the yang would be the other. Yes. Okay, so I feel like we need to celebrate and bring more of the yin in before the yang actually hits. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, I I am so happy. I've got to tell everybody. I want to, um, we have four minutes left, and I'm going to not be able to pick anybody up. You had a really big crowd here, Bob. And I want to ask that you come back, because I know there are people here that want to talk to you. That's going to have to wait. 
until the new year. And I feel Absolutely. we will bring in together you and I, the show, and all the guests that we have here to bring in the yin and yang of the new 2020. I, I do want to tell you that you uh, always rock the house. I want to hear from people about astrology. Uh, Bob, well, Bob and I are, are doing something with the houses, and it's really interesting, and he's got a really good way to go through each house. So let me know if that would be something you're interested in, because we could do that and go through sure. each house and, and the planets coming into the new year. I do want to uh, say, yeah, it's fabulous. And you are a fabulous, awesome guest. I want to thank you. And well, I want to wish you and everyone out there a happy, because this is my last show. And I put you on last so that everybody can hear the positivity coming into the new year. Good. So I, good. yeah, good. it, it's a way to end the show. It's a way to, what is that? The, what do we have? The solar eclipse, something has to end, or the, the lunar eclipse, actually. The solar eclipse yeah. coming up. Solar eclipse. We're going to end. December, yeah, 26th. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're going to end this show and begin a new one. I think the show is going to be January 6th or 7th is my new season. In, in okay. between And in between, we're going to play rerun shows. The reruns are fabulous. You can always hear the show, oh, though. Yeah. I am I am on podcast. You can go to iTunes and download my show. I've got about a 1,000 of them now. And you can hear your favorite people. I'm going to play the last couple weeks coming up so you know what we talked about, the predictions, the uh, intuitive, the astrology. And you're going to hear that for the next three weeks. And then please join me for a new season in 2020. I, January 6th is a Monday. So it'll be Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday that week, and we are going to go in with a bang. So everyone, I want to thank you for joining me this year. I want to thank you for supporting me this year. And hey, for everyone out there, including you, Bob, and your whole family, because you know I love them, have a wonderful, absolutely fabulous holiday season, no matter what you celebrate, and happy new year. So thank you, Bob, and a toast thank to you. you. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you, thank you, everyone. With love, kisses from the show. Bring in the new year with peace, prosperity, tranquility, and love. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.